to another episode of Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juicebox. Oh boy. And this week, you know what? Before we get into the topic of this week's episode, which is a parenting topic, what I want to do is I want to give old boy a little credit. Um, the other night I was standing with him and we were talking about playhouses. Now this is something that you're going to encounter in life and your parenthood is whether to or not to build a a playhouse, a prefabbed playhouse in your backyard. You know, the ones with the swings and the slide and the, you know, little treehouse type platform thing. Little monkey. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was talking to old boy the other night and he said, man, you know, are you going to grade your yard? Because you don't necessarily have a flat, you know, uh, surface to put this on. And everything says that you're supposed to put them on a flat surface. Right. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm not worried about it. This thing is so big and heavy that, you know, my yard is not, you know, slanted that much. (laughs) So I contacted Tackle, had two guys from Tackle come over uh, and build this playhouse. Took them 15 hours over two days. They get done. And I walk out side of my house i've seen it being built i said no it's not gonna be that it's not gonna be that bad they get done and i walk out and this thing is like the leaning tower of pizza (laughs) right um so old boy was absolutely correct he said are you gonna grade your yard you're gonna you know make it make it flat and level and i said no no i'm not gonna do that and i was wrong so I have spent the morning since about 5:45 this morning digging in my yard gotcha. after paying, you know, hundreds of dollars to have these these guys build this playhouse. Digging in my yard, I went and bought a six by six by eight piece of wood, which is probably the heaviest thing I've ever deadlifted in my life, and propped the playhouse up by using two guys to push it all the way up and putting this board underneath it. Dang. And I still probably have quite a bit to go. Really? I so do. it's still not level. Yep. Um, I should have heeded your advice, which I never do. Uh, I, I, Cause it's not really good. No, I know. Well, <laughs> as, as you're giving me credit. Also, what I wanted to do is I discovered something this morning and it's something I should have known for a long time. Um, I was driving over here and I think I have uncovered, which I've heard millions of times in the past, the perfect song addicted to love by Robert Palmer. Yes. I w- okay. There's no you pushback on a, that. You know I'm a Robert Palmer fan, man. Yeah, I think it is the perfect song. Of any song that's ever been made, I have not found a perfect song, and I think that is it. I think it sums up the 80s. I think every line and push and difference difference in the song makes it incredible. Yeah. Uh, you know, when I was a kid, I was just blinded by the music video because it was oh, yeah. extremely sexy. Yeah. You know, I've... Uh, I've always been trying to throw a Robert Palmer party where all the dudes dress like Robert Palmer and then all the chicks dress like the Robert Palmer chicks from his oh, videos. Man. That, but there was only one Robert Palmer. Right, right. We're all Robert Palmer and all the so, chicks are all the Robert Palmer chicks. But that, I don't, I don't see the continuity. I think there, you should throw, <laughs> maybe you want to throw a Robert Palmer party where you're the only dude dressed like Robert <laughs> well, Palmer. You know, we all have dreams. <laughs> Okay, uh, not to get too far off subject. So this week's episode was actually brought to us by uh, a member of our listenership. Um, I want to I want to say this. Um, he did say his name. His name is Joey, and uh, on Instagram you can find him under 
Rowey underscore Jitchards. I know that sounds odd. R-O-E-Y underscore J-I-C-H-A-R-D-S. So it's like Joey Richards, just backwards with the first two letters. Damn, I did not put that together <laughs> until what? right now. I've been trying to figure it out all week. And you told me earlier you were trying to that you contacted him on how to pronounce his last name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> his whole name. God, the things that you... Oh, man, that's some street smarts kicking in. <laughs> that, I guess it is. Thank you to Joey Richards for reaching out to us via Instagram. Uh, I think we're gonna we're gonna elevate you to like a gold member of our listenership. Yes, um, it's the first person that's brought us a topic, and what he wanted to say um, was, I'm gonna read this verbatim. The message he sent to me he said, "I would love to hear the topic of children and technology. As I am 34, I went on tons of road trips as a child, and I had visual stimulation of what was outside the car window." In and engaging into conversations with my parents. I didn't get my first cell phone until I was 18. Nowadays, I see five-year-olds with iPhones and they can't seem to go on a road trip without an iPad. What is too young anymore? I would love to hear you guys take on technology and its pros and cons on our youth. I am one uh, going to be mixing old school and new school with my child, uh, taking them to the library, to do research or having limited access to technology while on a road trip. Uh, I want your guys' take on this subject and the other 95% uh, parents out there. Um, I guess you know there's a lot of people that want to know about this. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a big concern. It's a big part of our lives. It, it is. So this week's episode of Raising Nashville is entitled, Let's Go Outside. I was going to call it Screen Time or You're Grounded. From my phone. <laughs> Wait, Juicebox, do you have anything to add to that? To me, it's just like uh, screen time. Just look at this. That's a, that's a good point because I think a lot of parents just give their phones over to their kids when they're just done with dealing with them. Like, here, look at this. You've done it. You've said it at dinner and stuff. And we've done it. Um, I did it yesterday. Um, and, and Where so, at? Uh, at Southern Grist Brewery. I was there for a crawfish boil. Uh, having a few drinks um, with some friends, Juicebox ended up showing up with uh, his kid. And it's, it's a family-friendly place, so if you're new to Nashville, feel free to check out Southern Grist on the east side. Uh, we don't make adventures over to the west side very much. The west side is a solid location, too, though. It is. Um, they have amazing beer, great food trucks that show up every once in a while, and they throw some uh, some pretty cool parties a couple times a year. But So this week, we want to get into allowing your children screens uh and you know from what joey richards asked was uh what age is too young um now i can get started on that to say i don't know if there is a too young age anymore um well let me jump in there because there's been studies i'm like look um mayo clinic put out like some research and there's been like the association of uh american association of pediatrics put out some information they are saying Anything, basically, you want to try to limit screen time as much as possible under 18 months. Right. Sure. Because that's a key development part. And they also go on to say, like, that's not necessarily talking about, like, FaceTiming. You know, they don't consider FaceTiming with, like, the grandparents or other people as as bad. It's more of just, like, watching these mindless I, yeah I, I don't know yeah i guess mindless just videos or just some type of entertainment that's just like visually stimulating but not really engaging and, yeah and 
because they they do consider like some some learning things okay, but they want it limited, like Sesame Street and things like that. Things sure. actually uh, are educational, I think, are are okay, but even those they want it limited to certain time, you know, an hour max. Yeah, that that's one thing that I saw come up in several of these articles was one hour, or yeah. several of these studies was try to limit to one hour. One All right, hour so for the exercise of this podcast, uh, my youngest started at eighteen months, <laughs> and we've been going till now. That's a year and a half. I mean, he's about to turn two. I'd say over the last six months, we have been. Uh, increasing screen time in certain situations sure so if we're going to start this podcast with uh what is too young um we probably started six months ago so i'm glad that you read that article and (laughs) we're outside that window um yeah you should limit screen time when you're when you're little but at the same time why why do your kids get into screens and is that on the parents part and is it selfish of the parents because I know specifically for me, when we go out to a restaurant and we just have the little one that night, right? Or we have both of them. There has been times where I pull up my phone and I click on the Netflix app and put on Garfield and it will solidify this kid for 30 minutes while we have a meal in peace and nobody's getting up and chasing him around and no, he's not jumping on anybody. And, you know, you're not having to pay, you know, uh, super attention to him. Um, but we do allow him to watch Garfield on Netflix. Sure. I, th- I think that's very common. I think that's why a lot of people do it. it. It distracts them and it does, you know, you're able to release yourself from having to, to constantly watch over them. You can enjoy your, yourself for the amount of time. Yeah. And I can understand uh, as parents out there, if you are parents, um, that, you know, some people probably think that people are looking at them bad if they're, you know, if the kid is that little and they're giving them screens, I don't care. Like, I don't see any eyes on me. I bet some people, you know, try to pick and choose where they're actually doing this. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's probably there's people do it. And it's it's a part of common life. Don't, the reason we don't do it, or I don't do it when I'm at dinner with my kids, is because uh, I, I want to look at my phone too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving this up. Yeah. I'm well, sorry. that's one. That's one thing. Like, you know, our kid is eight months old now, and he is already like immediately he was very interested in phones. I mean, it's just the glowing screen, right, I guess. Yeah. Sure. And it's colorful, and then when you you know when you're like doing the selfie cam with them and they can see their own face. Like he just, our, sure. our kid loves that. You know, he's like looks at his own face and laughs and just has a great time with it. So they're like just becoming more conditioned to just be looking at phones. They see us looking at phones, Absolutely. you know, that's one thing I've tried to be more aware of. And it's tough is like, you know, if my kid is sitting on the floor, like playing with something and I'm trying to be self-conscious of not sitting there, like looking at my phone or something. Cause I don't want him to look up and see me just paying attention to this phone. Cause it's just right. teaching that behavior. It, I, it, I also noticed that it's um, very prevalent. Yeah. And for a lot of parents out there, I mean, you work hard during the day and you don't necessarily have that time to look on your phone. And for some people it's a, a relaxing thing, you know, they're sure. just mindlessly scrolling through social media and it's not to, you know, find out what this person is doing or wish this person a happy birthday. It's just like a mindless thing. It Therapeutic. helps you relax. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't look at my phone during the day. And then, yeah, if I get home or something, yeah, I don't, I, I browse news articles and just, if some, you know, something catches my eye. But I mean, 
the amount of time, yeah, the adults spend on their phone is got to be directly correlated with children's interest. I mean, they see us on it and they're thinking, okay, the man, it must be must be something good on there, man. Yeah, exactly. And then you know their their experience with it is for the most part stimulating. So they're like, okay, this is great. This is what I want. It's all it's tough for me too because you know almost everything I do is based on a lap. Like I have my laptop out all the time i'm like working on this podcast or working on some video for work or doing something like that so he sees yeah. me like on a computer also so it's just like i i have to try to be more self-conscious about what i'm showing like you know yeah i don't it, want him to just see me mindlessly staring at a screen all the time because that's what it looks like you know exactly. when i'm like when i'm like hard at work on something i probably look like no, I get it. I've said, said some bad stuff. No, I get it. <laughs> I'm kind of interested in what you're going to say yeah. now. I was going to say uh, a little slow. Oh, uh, well, I, but I'm, but I'm, I'm the same way. You know, like I get home, I have my phone, um, or I'm on the computer. Um, Cause I have to do a lot of, I have to do a lot of computer work at home. So it sucks, man. And my daughter, my daughter's very cognizant of it too. Cause she comes up and she's like, my daughter tells me all the time, daddy, I wish you didn't have to work or, or she'll tell me, daddy, get off your phone. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. damn. And, and, and it's, it's gotten to the point where I'm like, all right. So I just put my phone in my room yeah, and like play shop or whatever we play, play shop. She calls it uh, buyer and seller. She's the, either the buyer or the seller. I mean, it's okay. She runs a store. She so. does. Yeah, you haven't fired her from the store yet, have you? It's her store. It's hard <laughs> yeah. to fire a, a self-employed. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah, hard, hard to fire a self-employed person. Oh yeah. You. Well, she comes in. She drives a hard bargain too, man. It's like really ten dollars for this. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> um, and we're all late, you know, seventies and early eighties babies. Dude. I'm, I'm saying we're late seventies, early eighties babies, and you know, you got to think that our kids are seeing us on our phones from birth, right? It's yeah. work. It's, you know, a lot of it's work. It's social media. It's, you know, uh, communicating with people through text messages and things like that. Um, wh when we were babies, what did we see um, in regards to a phone? I mean, your parents were always on the phone, right? They're always talking to somebody because you could not communicate through social media or find out what people are doing. Or, so yeah, they were constantly talking no to their friends yeah. or family members. Um, and that kind of, I, I, I vividly remember, you know, watching TV or playing something and my mom is on the phone from when she gets home to, you know, when it's time for dinner and she's just catching up with people. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. How long was the cord too? Do you have like a super oh, long man. cord? The yeah. cord could go through like three rooms. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. It's one of those things where you just walk by and you can pick it up and just smack somebody with it. Yeah, I mean, it, yeah. it turns into like a, it's a rope cord. Um, and, th and that was way before, I mean, not way before, but, you know, uh, cordless phones were a big deal that we lived through. And you can only take that cordless phone through like three rooms. And, yeah. and that's as far, you might as well have get, had the yeah. cord. But that's what we saw. And then, you know, in regards to like screen time. So, you know, we've kind of covered phones. So in regards to what they have readily available to them today, as opposed to what we had, you know, we, again, grew up day. in the time of, you know, Atari into Nintendo. Mm -hmm. And that was like the only option we had other than TV. And a lot of people did not have cable TV, man. We had like seven channels. Well, even even cable TV, like 
TV is just so vastly different now. I mean, yeah. everything is on demand, like get it when you want. You know, when we were kids, it's like you had to wait a whole week to watch the Dukes of Hazard or whatever your show was. Right. You know? Was like, that your show? Sounds I mean, like it was one of them. So, I mean, when I was a, when I was a kid, the shows were, were cartoonish. And like, you know, you're right, though. You had to get up at a certain time to so watch. So what was your show then? Captain what? Planet, dude. You had to get Are up you early. Serious? I swear to God. God. I'm, I'm not just joking about this Captain Planet thing. I am a fan. And I was a fan. It was the generic, like, He Man, you know? No, uh, he wasn't even close to He Man, no, dude. Yeah, okay. Captain so, Planet was, who, was uh, the, who was the bad guy in Captain Planet? Um, like a pol- anybody a trying polluter? to destroy the yeah, earth? Somebody yeah. that was polluting. Oh, it was kind of like Scooby Doo. There was a new one every week. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I couldn't stand Captain Planet. Yeah. Yeah, I remember the two jerks one time that were driving down the road and like they're just throwing trash out of the truck. So like they have to get superheroes on these guys, man. You could just call the cops and get them, you know, make it a lot easier. But it was a fun show. I did like Captain Planet. I mean, as I got older, it turned into Saved by the Bell and that Saturday morning lineup that was to me, you know, one of the things that I waited for every week. Now. Uh, my kid wants to watch Garfield, and if he wants to watch it now, it's got to be now. And he's about to turn two, and I can just put it on anything. I can put it on our iPad. I can put it on my phone. I can put it on the TV. Garfield is always available to us in our sure. family. It's insane how much different it is. Because, yeah, yeah, I remember I can remember being a kid, and when we got a VCR, and it was like a big deal. And Hell we yeah. had like three movies. I don't even remember what they were, but you know they were just watched over and over again. Sure. Oh yeah. And then when you got the VCR with a recording function, and if you were lucky enough to have like HBO or anything, really, you could record TV and you could keep them on those VHSs. Yeah. I, Dang. Rewind, they, do you remember that? that? Because I've had yeah. like I remember vividly, like you say. Um, I was a big wrestling, I still am a wrestling fan, but I was a big wrestling fan growing up and my parents would always spring for the pay-per-views. So I would record Damn. those on VCR tapes and, uh, or video ta- is it videotape, videotape. I would record them on videotapes and I would keep those in my backpack. And at one point I had 15 big videotapes <laughs> in my backpack of just bootleg recordings of wrestling. Are you selling them? <laughs> no, I would take them to a friend's house if I was spending the night and say, which one do you want to watch? Oh, I, that's right. I so you carried these with you all the time? A lot. And yeah. I tried to convince my friends to get into wrestling matches. I'd have been selling those things at Wharton. Yeah, yeah I bet you would have. I would have. Yeah, public school probably ate that stuff up. That you know, I want to I want to talk about something real quick because we don't watch a lot of TV now, and we've limited my daughter's uh, phone time. We we don't even let her watch the phone anymore, so we've kind of weaned her off that. And we were screen time, TV time is very limited. But at night we get to watch, or we get to watch. She gets to watch some kind of cartoons, and that's crazy to think. When we were kids, I could only watch cartoons on Saturday morning. That That's was it. it. They didn't play cartoons at night. Yeah. They no, didn't you a, didn't have that option. Yeah. Unless, there were some after-school cartoons, though, because I can remember watching, like, Transformers or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. School Power Rangers, maybe. Something. Power Rangers. Yeah, it came on before an after, and after school. Ninja Turtles. Ninja, Ninja Turtles. Turtles. Yeah, Seems that like, feels well, like it was an afternoon cartoon. That's true. That That's is true. true. Okay. And it was right when school was over. Right. So yeah, it probably wasn't the best time. <laughs> so it was a, yeah, I mean, it's a good time for if you're a producer to, hey, yeah, this is our time slot. Sure. Right when those kids get home. But, yeah, basically, I guess the point of all this is there wasn't as much stuff to watch for us. No. I feel like we had, like I said, you know, we've – 
talked about the after there was some afternoon cartoon so you would watch that and then like the news would come on and you were like i'm not watching the news i'm eight years old what the right you know, yeah normally when you ate dinner yeah like when the you news ate dinner and then maybe some maybe some show came on that night that you wanted to watch or whatever but other times it was just like yeah it was I don't adult know. time man. yeah it was I adult mean, yeah exactly you went and played with stuff in your room which yep, kids yeah. don't do anymore um uh, so well you have a four-year-old so maybe because you're limiting screen time, she is playing with things in her room. Uh, I'm more referring to our nine-year-old who gets all of this stuff for every holiday and every birthday and every Christmas, and his room is just decked out with it's, toys, right? I'm jealous. Nine-year-old old boy is young boy is <laughs> jealous of of what asher has uh, absolutely yeah. dude it's insane i mean he's got like a life-size darth vader in his room that like you know can light up and move and and do all this stuff <laughs> hold on hold on it's not life okay so it's life it's taller than he is yeah but darth vader wasn't four feet tall oh, wait a minute no, okay so, sorry do you, how do you know that you- <laughs> you're right i guess in the galaxy in a long time ago in a far far away a f- Oh, sorry. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, everyone may have just been slightly shorter. So, especially Yoda, he just like it's it's like, a con- like a con. It's like concert stage stuff. Like when you see somebody up on a concert stage, you think they're l- larger than life. When the first time I met, or the only time I met Tom Petty, that dude is like an entire head shorter than me. I mean, yeah. he's a tiny dude, but right. he always looked so big. Um, huh. So it's so. Like- so yeah, they're. I mean, they're not playing with stuff as much anymore. And as you know, our our listener uh, suggested today, um, he wanted us to cover road trips. And yeah, you know, so when we were kids, uh, like he, you know, uh, again suggests, we didn't have these options in the car. No. And you guys remember back in the day, I mean, the, the whole thing was, are we there yet? You know, they've made movies about it. It was a big saying. It was an annoyance for kids. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? Now. I get to destinations and I cannot get my kid out of the car because he is glued to whatever game or movie he's watching. Yeah. Dang. Isn't that crazy? I mean, we when we did like family vacations or road trips as a kid, we always had like coloring books or some, some kind of activity yep. book in the backseat. And that's what you, you looked out the window or, or you played with your activity book or, you know, you played i spy type games yeah. or whatever you know there, there was no yeah. screen it was just like you were just gonna sit in the back and drive your parents crazy it was just yeah. part of what it was yeah and i spy was huge fight yeah. with your brother man that's what that's what yeah. we would do <laughs> and you, yeah fight just hit each just other fight. yeah i mean do you remember when we got a little bit older i'd say maybe like 11 12 13 they made those little road trip games like hasbro like mini connect four and yeah like games yeah. That you could play in the car that little baseball game i thought that was the greatest thing in the world when they came out with that now you know they have everything at their disposal i remember Um, my grandparents when we were going to florida one year my grandparents bought it me and my brother this like game it was like some kind of basketball game that you could wind up so it was like you know that's how it moved like the goal moved so it was just i remember like you wind wound it up and it was just going like (laughs) and you're also hitting this little switch that's like flicking these metal balls to it and i remember like after 30 minutes of the car my dad was like we gotta get rid of like yeah we weren't allowed to play with it anymore on that road trip that's uh it's like i felt kind of felt like my grandparents did it on purpose it's like some kind of payback towards my dad for how <laughs> like for him being a dick on a road trip and something. yeah and that's what's weighing out what's worse is it us saying are we there yet or is it the things that you're providing to us <laughs> yeah. um, because yeah. now you know before more recently we we bought asher a pair of headphones because i was so sick of hearing like video games and everything in the back um yeah. when we went on, went on road trips 
Um, so I think our road trip experiences, as touched on before, was a little better because you're seeing things and you remember what, you know, uh, Alabama, South Alabama looked like when you were going to Florida. Or you remember going through this area before. Um, I, I This is crazy to say, but, you know, sometimes I take uh, Asher to school and he doesn't even know what street is close to his school and he's been there for three years. Like when we yeah. get close, oh, yeah. it's like start zipping your backpack up, get ready to jump out. And he's like, oh, where are we? And I'm like, God, come on. Um, so yeah. is he looking at a phone on the way to school? He's not. And hmm. that is another thing that, uh, I mean, I don't know if that's directly related to it, but he doesn't. And he does stare out the window. I just think that it's like a glazed over sure. you know, stare. Yeah, yeah, it just sounds on world. Yeah. yeah. Start asking him. Say, man, you're going you're gonna to direct me to school today. Tell me which way to go. I should do. Mm-hmm. You're right. I should do that. Yeah, I do. This that. is the second That's time I've said you're right today. Um, get used to it. Well, one, let me. <laughs> one thing that I was, you know, some of the effects that they are saying come from too much screen time is like a shorter attention span. Um, so I don't know if that would be part of. You know, they're just like not paying attention as much to what's going on around them, or you know, even if they are paying attention, they just get distracted by something else and sure. start thinking about that. Um, another one of the things was like they don't pick up on social and emotional cues as much right. when they're talking to people because they're not have you know they're the not having as yeah they're not having the interaction with people as much anymore you know it's like I, I feel like when we were kids and we didn't have a screen at a restaurant and you started acting out and you know your parents or God the worst was like if another adult yelled at you that was like the oh, worst thing yes. you know you you knew you really messed up then. But see, that's like, you know, you're picking up on those social cues. You're learning like, okay, this is annoying. This is how they respond to this. Like if their kid is just looking at a phone the whole entire time, they're not really going to be experienced with that acute stress. They're missing out. True. Yeah, they're missing out on, on lots of interactions. more than And that's re- like reading mannerisms and people. They're missing out on that now. I think, I think a lot of people, this kind of touches on like uh, – you know, the, the millennial generation is on, you know, the main form of communication is, is text and nobody know, talks to anybody. Nobody, anybody nobody talks to each other. Uh, yeah. It drives me crazy. It's like, man, I leave voicemails all the time and my friends hate it. I haven't checked a voicemail in <laughs> five years. Probably if someone leaves me a voicemail, I'm like, I'm generally like, well, they'll probably call back or send a text. If I, it's really that I important. try to leave real gems on voicemails too. Uh, you do. I do. You also have uh, somebody from your family call me on my birthday every year That's associated not, with the I'm, governor of Tennessee. I'm not related to the governor. former governor, F- former governor. Yeah. I've, I've been called by the governor. I've been called by the granddaughter of the governor. Um, and I've been called by the governor's wife. The governess. The, the, the governess on my birthday. I, before before <laughs> we get too far away, I, I used to, on road trips, I used to read a lot. And I know was, I had to get over, like, car sickness to read a lot. But I agree with you guys. I think, like, the scenery, looking at stuff, you know, it, it creates, uh, you have to invoke your own imagination to, to, right, yeah. to get through a... a because car trips, man, when you're a kid, you're stuck in a back seat and there's nothing to do. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Mm-hmm. And I, but I'm, I'm, I enjoyed the imagination, the games we'd play, the, the conversations, the things like that. I do. I wouldn't trade it. 
Um, I can't imagine if now, if I had the option to watch a movie, I'd have been watching a fucking movie. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. I'm not trying to say that. Yeah. And and we were in this awkward split time because you guys remember portable DVD players and that was all the rage. Like when you got those on those tiny screens that just popped up from the portable DVD player. I never had one of those. I had one and it was set on the dash of my car so I could watch stuff while I was driving. Like when I was like 19 or 20. That was genius. No, it it was not smart. I want to I want to say something though. We we took a trip to Colorado when I was a kid, and we drove. Now going through Colorado, there's man, it's beautiful. There's things that you know, driving through the mountains. It was summer. It was it was great. There were things to look at. I didn't want to look at a book or look at a phone. I wanted to. I was very enmeshed in it. Um, However, when we were driving through Kansas, I wish somebody had just put me to sleep. That is true. Shout out to you if you live in Kansas. Yeah. Um, so they know. They know. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, there's a differentiation between you know road trips from when we were a kid when road trips now. Um, another thing that I wanted to touch on, you know, just to kind of bring this full circle, is in the, in past podcasts we've actually talked about it. Uh, our YouTube Kids podcast. Um, I think the things that we Shelter. could do sheltering podcast. We've kind of touched on this, and we're you know doing an entire episode on it. But uh, the amount of uh, screens that your kids have, and Juicebox has one that's really tiny. Um, I've seen on this the Instagram this Joey Richards who you know uh, asked us to do this today. He has a very small child, so I bet they don't have a screen. You have a four-year-old. Mm-hmm. How many screens does she have? But- when screens, I'm talking a phone and an iPad. TVs can count. Uh, you know, portable video games. Uh, I mean, we. We we Does have she to, even have one. We have a we have a, a Kindle or something that we take on plane rides with us. Mm-hmm. That's really the only time she uses it. And then we have two TV screens. We don't let her look at our phones anymore. So three. That's okay. And that's smart. And that's low actually. That's that's really good. See, and I've ta- I've talked about this before, but I've counted up to nine screens for my nine year old. It seems like he gets a screen every year. What do you get next year? Uh, not a screen projector. You no. should get a projector. <laughs> that's the thing. Every every holiday, I do not buy him something that's like electronic. Um, and it, it's just it's in me. I've bought him like a soccer goal and a scooter and a bike and you know all kinds of that, things. That, that, that's good. I try to you know project that, um, but he still gets the screens because he's nine years nine years old and he that's what he wants. You know, so you want to try to give your kids. A what better life than you had. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So he has, you know, two phones, his mom's old phone, and he was actually given a phone, you know, for this past Christmas. He's got like an iPad type thing. It's not a, right. a, it's a you know, generic one. Um, he's got a Nintendo Switch, which you can play. He's got uh, the Wii something handheld thing that you can also play. Um, Comes with it. We have a, what? The, the screen switch? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the switch and the Wii. And then he has a TV downstairs in our basement, and there's a TV upstairs. No Netflix. I'm, and with everything that they watch, I'm counting both of those screens. He, sure. like, he watches a lot of, like, Dragon Ball Z and uh, Pokemon stuff. So, I mean, that's an accumulation of screens. Plus, I have kind of a generic iPad as well, and he uses that too. What is? I want to know what this generic iPad is. Uh, it's like a Lenovo, um, which is a brand of... Kind of a cheap brand of computers. Oh, okay. I thought you. I thought it was it on the like Amazon something. treasure truck one day. <laughs> it's an iPod. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like a MyPad. No, it's not, <laughs> it's not a MyPad. So the amount of screens, uh, and then and to go even further here, and this is kind of another thing that I really wanted to touch on was 
now the grounding. You know, when we were kids, we got grounded uh, mm-hmm. or spanked in my personal situation. And <laughs> our, shout out to our first podcast. Go back and listen to it. It's kind of funny. I was grounded later on in life. Well, I, I think they went back and forth between spanking and grounding. Uh, but when you were grounded, what did you do? I mean, I had to sit basically on my bed. I couldn't play with anything in my room. Like I was grounded from all of that, grounded from TV. Sometimes I had to come in the door, eat dinner, and go straight to bed. Yeah. And that was a big grounding. Now we're grounding kids from screens. And yeah, that's their, a yeah. big deal. That's their toys. Yeah. It is. But there's so many more things that he has access to in his room that I had no chance of getting when I was a kid. Oh, dude. It, and it, he his, doesn't play with it even his when room he's grounded. Is yeah. awesome, man. He's got Star Wars Legos everywhere. He's does got he a have, life-size Darth Vader. Does he have... It's not, it's, okay, it's not life-size. <laughs> does he have a Lego Death Star? He does not have a Lego Death Star. Be, he's got a lot of pissed. Legos. Um and he's got an incredible book selection. And my favorite thing in his room is this like $40 uh, hard shell poster that I bought him of Avengers Affinity War with all of the uh, superheroes on it. And he loves that thing. And then I just bought him, uh, I actually just bought him a nightlight because his nightlight broke. And I got on Amazon and found uh, these Star Wars nightlights change colors. You can switch it from R2D2 to the Death Star to the Millennium Falcon. It's like 3D glass. Wow. Um, yeah. Not, so wait a minute, like, I give him, you know, we give him a really, you know. Let, I mean, let me pivot for a second. Because one thing you said was like, you buy Asher a lot of Legos. and I, No, I, we don't. His, he gets the okay, well, grandparents. That, say, yeah, that, yeah. Okay, that's not what I'm jumping into. But um, my old boss, they would buy their kid a bunch of Legos. And he would, instead of like following the directions and like putting it together based on that, he would like go online and look up a video of somebody else putting it together and do it based on that. Like that to see, that's just like an example of like, wow, you're not able, you know, you're teaching yourself to, you're not allowing yourself to learn how to follow instructions. Yeah. Yeah, You're just watching somebody else do it, which I, you know, I mean that, I watch a lot of tutorials myself of people doing stuff to learn how to do stuff. So, I mean, it's a valuable, it's a valuable thing to have, but at the same time, I could definitely read some instructions that came with like a piece of furniture that I bought and put it together. You know, I don't know if like, is that going to be phased out? Is everybody just going to be watching a video of how to do stuff? You know, like is reading going to go away? I don't know. I think, I think it kind of, it's, that's interesting. I think it, maybe it goes back to how people learn. Some people, some people can learn from hearing things some people have to look and watch something being done some people can read it some people have to actually right. physically do it maybe it's um maybe they choose it because they're like man i'm not getting this well um, i'm glad i'm glad like that visual visual learning. they need the visual yeah or and i'm glad that you brought that up because asher is avid in following the instructions um really? and he does it to a t i'm glad maybe I'm kind of glad he doesn't know about these videos because he would be, you know, he's he's more into watching videos of people playing video games, which I think is the weirdest thing in the world. Yeah, I don't totally get that either. But I mean, God, it's wildly popular. I don't know, man. You watch other people play sports. That's not a sport. No, I mean, you watch other people play things. That's true, but so not. So what's the difference? Because it's I'm you're watching a screen for somebody playing on another screen. Mm-hmm. So it kind of gets that, that mirror. Uh, no, 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 no. It's no. just one of the, it just reminds me of like, Wait, when do, it, you, do you watch people play video games? Cause no. you're defending it pretty hard. No, but I mean, you're, it, you're watching somebody play a game. Okay. Either or. So, I mean, you don't have to call it sports, but I mean, if somebody's playing a game, I guess it, call it chess, call it basketball, call it, 
Fortnite. See, to me, it just reminds me of when it wasn't when you were playing video games as a kid and it wasn't your turn and you just had to sit there and watch somebody else play. It was, it was that the was worst. the worst. Yeah, yeah, it was terrible. Like, so man. I don't want to watch. I wouldn't. You're just secretly hoping for them to die so you can play again. <laughs> My brother, he's gonna. I hope he doesn't listen to this episode because he's he used to have his buddies over. He'd have his little friends over, and man, they would just watch him play. And I'd be like, I'd be like, dude, share. And 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 his friends, his friends, to his defense, would be like, no, it's okay. We'd, we'll just watch Nick. He was good. He's good. Yeah. So ultimately, um, what today's episode means is, you know, if you're a parent out there, it's your decision on when you allow these screens to happen. It's your decision on how many screens you allow to happen. It's your decision on letting your children see you on your phone. So it's it's not, I don't blame the kids for any of this. No, no, you definitely can't blame the kids. Um, And uh, I will say it is your it's everybody's own decision, but there are have been some studies and some guidelines laid down. Like I said it earlier before, you know, you're you want to try to avoid as much screen time as possible before 18 months. Um, besides, like I said, besides some FaceTime, another thing they're saying is like even if even for that one hour of time that you're allowing them to watch, it's better to be something like educational, or right. if you're like actually watching that watching it with them, so you can discuss it afterwards. Yeah. So there's sure. still some like stimulation to them beyond just looking at the screen they're learning to talk about what they watch so it kind of helps them you know develop in that sense yeah absolutely because screens are inevitable yeah exactly you just just have to make the best decision possible and like for for you know uh to go back you know we allow our two-year-old to watch 30 minutes of garfield so we can have some peace a peaceful dinner night out because we you know we don't get out that much um and when they're in the house they're just running around and yelling uh you know so it really is on you and your decision to make. I mean, you can read these articles. You can take somewhat do, advice from this podcast. Do read the articles, man. There was a CNN. Uh, there, CNN had a study, I think. Yeah, Mayo Clinic put out a study. I think it's from 2017. Or the one I was looking at was from 2017. But there's it was a, put, done by American Academy of Pediatrics. So there's a yeah. There's there's a recent one too where they're they were studying like the uh, the the brain of children that have have had access to a lot of screen time at an early age, and it's like thinning their cortex and sure. basically and making them slower. And are you sure that's not just the fluoride in the drinking water? Well, you know, it's a combination. Uh, it could of, be. It's yeah. a combination. Uh, again, if you haven't heard our conspiracies podcast, <laughs> God. Well, in the videos, there's subliminal messages also. To tell, oh, to, you know. oh, so they like work yeah. together. That's mm-hmm. right. It's uh, uh, yeah, So it's, it's kind of like going to the movies and like they want you to eat popcorn and drink soda by putting subliminal messages in there. So it's That's like right. you get this fluoride in your brain and then you start watching these YouTube videos that brainwash you. Like, okay. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad we did this podcast because it's everything is becoming clear. That's it's right, all, all full circle. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yes. And uh, if you remember, you know, they've been warning us about screen time since the invention of the television. Yeah. Um, I mm-hmm. mean, it was big PSAs and after school things and, you know, the late 80s and early 90s. So uh, now that we are old enough to understand that and understand some of these things, I mean, it is our decision on what we're going to do with our children as it was our parents because we grew up in the age of TV. Um, in the heyday age of TV, I'd say. Did you guys um, have a television in your room when you were growing up? Not later. until later. Yeah, yeah, like later. high school. Yeah. I, got, I think I got one in my room in high school. The hand-me-down. We got yeah. the hand-me-down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Okay, I got a new one. Uh, but I was like 16 or 17, so it was late high school, I'd say. Most of my early high school was uh, lying in my bed at night listening to the radio again with like a recording tape type thing and waiting for that favorite song to come mm-hmm. on and hit record. And I think I told you the other night, it was always this PM Dawn song. I know the PM Dawn song you're talking about. I can't remember the title of it. I told you. I definitely can't sing it. But it was this popular PM Dawn song, and it was a jam. Till the end of time. No, I don't think that was. (laughs) Oh, I mean, and there's that. Is that PM Dawn? Isn't it? It's not. That sounds like Jodeci. I hope not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> why do you? Why do you hope not? I, I don't even because I don't even know who Jodeci is. <laughs> to find out I'm a secret Jodeci fan, I'd be like, oh man, Jesus. I've dropped somewhere. Well, thank you uh, again to our listenership out there. Um, please go on socials and you know follow us, like us, find this podcast, rate us. Uh, we're so happy that one of our listeners today reached out and gave us a topic. We're <clears throat> kind of ecstatic to talk about it. Yeah, absolutely. We, we yeah, it was great to get some feedback and and some direction from a, a listener. So yeah, keep them coming. Yeah. So let me jump in um, since we're wrapping it up. Uh, so I just want to throw out some some of the suggestions that they that the American Association of Pediatrics put out to kind of like limit limit screen time. Is just like you know make sure that you like dedicate time like this is a time where it's no no phones like you can go outside and play you can play in your room you can do whatever but you know you're not going to be on a screen you're not going to be watching television you know don't like let them have it on in the background don't have the television on in the background because that's creating a distraction even though like and i'm super guilty of that because i I mean if i'm making dinner sometimes or if i'm like cleaning up the house like i'll put it on the office like i've seen the office a thousand times i'll still just like throw it on as background noise i'm a hundred percent guilty of that so that's something you i I need to personally, I know, need to, you know, be more aware of. And then it's just like limiting your own screen time. So they're, well, you know, we talked about that earlier. So you're not really, they're not seeing you on your device all the time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, making sure like when they're a little bit older, they don't have, they don't have a phone or pad or whatever in their room to be distracted. Like when it's time to go to bed. Cause that's another thing too, is like kids are staying up too late it's interrupting sleep cycles they're not like getting the amount of sleep that they need to get and then like you know they're so stimulated right up until it's time to go to bed like they're not it's, yeah, it's just messing with their point. sleep patterns Soon so, so that you know I, I guess my whole point here is like it's inevitable kids are going to look at screens just be mindful of what they're watching and also try to limit that time as much as possible I think I've, I've I've learned a few things today, and especially in that last thirty seconds. That was, that and I'm that gonna was I'm to take more of a conscious effort on it too. Um, what I wanted to tell old boy before we we head out the door today is my title for today's podcast was "Let's Go Outside." It also happens to be my third favorite string cheese song. Mm, they have a song called "Let's Go Outside." They do. It says, "Let's go outside our minds and play," and that is As the we chorus. Wait. For the snow to fall. <laughs> Waiting on the snow to fall. And they, you never know. All right. Well, good deal, man. I think soon we'll be covering um, a when, when is a good time for your kid to get a phone, because I think Asher's getting there. He's already got two. Phones? 
Well, he's got his mom's old phone that he plays video games on. He has an emergency phone where we only let him carry it on the weekends when he's like at somebody's house or something. I got you. It's got huh? like preloaded minutes in it. I thought you were about to say, when is a good time to introduce your kid to Street Jesus? He <laughs> <laughs> couldn't be old enough. <laughs> Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. Probably don't think nothing of me. She was right though.